Thank you for listening to the Light Blue Podcasting Network. This is going to be the Mr. Light Blue Wrestling Podcast. This man has spent 20 plus years in his adult life watching professional wrestling, and now he is here to talk about it for all the masses to hear. His name is Mr. Light Blue. Take it away. What's up, guys? This is Mr. Light Blue himself, or a.k.a. The Professor, if you listen to the podcast, Cody Wilson, and I will be doing a new thing going on on the podcast network. It's going to be watch-alongs. We're going to be watching along old episodes of Nitro, Raw, SmackDown, Saturday Night, um, ECW, TNA, you know, all sorts of different things. And uh, we'll do pay-per-views, we'll do... I'll still be doing match commentary, so that'll be cool. So, without further ado, we're going to start off this week with the last WCW Nitro in 2001. It was March, uh, give me a second, March 26, 2001, that the last Nitro aired. Uh, This was the famous simulcast at the end of the show where Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon were on two different networks, two different shows. But at the same exact time, which was really cool. So, uh, there will be a sponsor in the middle of the show. Just to let you guys know. I will warn you guys ahead of time. Like, it will probably be during a promo or something. And I will tell you when to stop. And then we'll pick right back up. I am watching this episode of Nitro on the WWE Network. If you can, watch it with me. We will start at 0-0. Not skipping the intro or anything. And it will be awesome. So, without further ado, here we go. In three. Two, one, play. That WCW logo is... That was a weird one. I never really understood why that logo existed, period. But, uh... Vince McMahon starts off the show. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, Vince. Yes, he is. Because he bought out the... Yeah, he uh, he bought out WCW, but it wasn't like he bought it from Ted Turner. He bought it from uh, AOL Time Warner because they actually held the contract for it. Yeah, he's uh he addresses all of it, but he like tells everybody that they're just gonna be on the shelf. No one's gonna be used. Which is even worse. Which this should have been the start of the invasion storyline, but it wasn't, and it sucked. That's an inter- this is an interesting intro. Now, I wonder if Eric Bischoff was in charge of all everything, like, in the last five months of this. Because it, it, it looked like it was... Good lord. That intro is all over the place. Holy crap.
Really? The last face is Chavo Guerrero? Wow, WWE did that right, at least. They always had, like, the last image as, like, the face of their company. Tony Schiavone's losing his shit, which is awesome. Yeah, this is... Yeah, that's right. They did a whole night of champions. So every title that was on the line will be uh will be decided there. So wasn't it uh yeah, it was Booker T and Scott Steiner for the world title. That's how that turned out. Yeah. Mr. Mr. McMahon. Mr. I like it how they they're like angry events. This is awesome. It's it's a historic nitro, obviously. So this is just Yeah, that's right. They were doing that in Panama City with, uh, here comes the nature boy. Yeah. God, he looks so weird with spiked hair. I don't know why Rick did that to his hair. I mean, I know he got, he lost the match and got shaved and everything, but it was still the fact that he did his hair like that was so weird. I like it. The people in the hotel balconies; those are pretty cool. Porta potties in the background. Yeah, what is going through Rick's mind? That's interesting. It's so weird that this was. A, pr- a production of WWE, technically. They used all the production crew that WCW had or was able to get for this last one, but it was all WWE produced. Yeah, you did, Rick. You crazy loon. Yes, it is. (laughs) The fact that this didn't make Sting go to WWE. I understand why Sting didn't go to WWE. But at the same time, it's like... Jesus, Rick is just going off on this promo. Yeah. 
Jesus. I don't understand why Vince didn't just take the money that he earned and just bought all the main talent from WCW to have the invasion. But it's just, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so he was a 14-time WCW champion is what they're calling it. And he was a two-time WWF champion. So that's why he has a 16 reigns. Got it. The fact that he keeps on calling out Luger is just shocking. Because Luger was not that good. At all. The Four Horsemen were a huge stable in WCW. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say you've been on par. Yeah, you did, but that was only for... Oh, short while. And that was only because Eric Bischoff was at the helm. Yeah, but that was with the Mafia, or the NWA, as I like to call it. Um, No, it was just... Yeah, but that was a different time, Rick. Take it off the jacket. Kiss stealing. Wheeling dealing. Son of a gun. McMahon is Satan. I love it. What the hell? This promo is amazing by Ric Flair. That's why I never understood why like Vince doesn't just let the guys have a mic. Like, just give them bullet points... And let the guys have the mic and let it get their way. That's all that matters, really. Why would you cut yourself five times? What the hell, Rick? Come on, cut yourself five times? That's a little ridiculous, my friend. Yeah, you can. Especially when you own their asses. 
Vince sucks. See, I feel like this crowd in Spring Break was only there because they see that it was a live event and nothing else. So it's like it's barely wrestling fans. Like, I see the the drunk guys with, like, WCW strapped across their stomach and everything. But it's just, like, it feels like it wasn't, like, wrestling fans. Sting and Flair, that's... I get a flair is just like WWF sucks on the f- that's a- interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Vince first XFL now WCW. You're a dumbass. That's that is the greatest sign I've seen. Oh my god. That is awesome. Really? That's the first match they put up on the on the show? Really? Granted, I've never watched this show from completion. But Jesus God, he's buff. That was a Macho Man Slim Jim commercial. I wonder if they were going to do like a whole like spring break month. You know what I mean? Like if they were going to do a whole um thing with spring break. Well, granted, spring break's only what a week, isn't it? It's the Night of Champions. The United States heavyweight title. And the world heavyweight title. I'm surprised, very surprised, that they are starting out with this match at first. Oh, and he's got a Freakzilla with him. The weird part is, is that he was the last champion before Booker T got it back of the 2000s. And then with his reign of 2001, he like got a total of like over a hundred days as champion. So it's like, it's interesting to see that they're going back with Booker, but only because he signed with WWF. Oh, so Scott's brother Rick had the U.S. title, and then Booker T beat him for the U.S. title. Now, my favorite design of the U.S. championship is the WCW U.S. championship. I've always liked that version. That is such a cool championship belt. I've always liked the design of the WCW championship, of the U.S. championship. The world title was always cool, too, but that that design of the U.S. title has always stuck with me for some reason. Now, the best part is, is that this match, or was, yeah, this match was made from Eric Bischoff the week before, because I do remember seeing that. 
But Eric Bischoff was just like didn't even own WCW or anything. He just like he was gonna own he was gonna try to own WCW so that they can keep on going. And the fact that they're starting off with a world title match. It's so weird. Yeah, so, oh, I guess it makes sense why I try to follow up Vince or, you know. So this was the first match of the last Nitro, which is interesting. And Booker T doing some good shots in right now. Here we go. Booker T was only, what, in his late, no, early 30s when this got a good spin kick in. That was good. And then boom. Oh, knees to the gut. What a chop by Steiner. Big bad booty daddy is what he likes to call himself. Jeez. Yeah, and then good clothesline from Booker. Now, does anybody know who the woman on the outside is? Because I know that's like a, a freakzilla, as like he likes to call it, but. Booker T doing the 10 count punches. And there you go, that starts that. Oh! Boom! Power bomb. Good pin. Oh, kick out. Jeez. Medeja. Medeja is her name. That, okay. Try the Gil Booker T with a pipe against the pole. Jesus. I like how Steiner has like the little Superman symbol in his trunks corner. He's such a show off. Count my push ups. <laughs> Scott Steiner's such a weird ass. Yeah. That's right, he became the four-time champ. And then the five-time champ after he beat Kurt Angle again. Yeah, that's right, Kurt Angle was a WCW champion. They actually gave Booker T a long run with the title. I will say that. Because this was March when he won it. And he lost it in August at SummerSlam against The Rock. I remember that. I'm surprised Scott didn't want to go to WWE with the championship. Booker T firing back. 
Nice club to the back by Steiner. Oh, backflip. Nice. That was a horrible drop kick. Holy crap. That was a little ugly. Jeez. I have to say, commentary ain't bad tonight. And boom! Did they just call that the Ghetto Blaster? Flapjack. Spin a Rooney. Nice. And Booker T with the kick. This has been very competitive from both guys. Oh, bookend. Going for the bookend. Oh, Steiner into a Northern Lights. Nice. That was good from Steiner. And, oh, Booker T comes up. Bookend. Nice. That was cool. That was pretty good. That was a good opening match, honestly. I'm surprised Goldberg never showed up for the last Nitro. Because if anybody was WCW, it was him. That was homegrown talent right there. Booker or er, Scott Steiner going for the power bomb. Booker T floats right through it, picks him up for the bookend, and slams him down. Good job on Booker. Still can't believe they called the scissors kick the act the ghetto blaster. That is so weird. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good, 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 good. Who in the hell are you? So this is a horrible commercial for 1-800-COLLECT. What is going on? I look at how Disco Inferno's enjoying this. I don't even understand what's going on. That the guy that's talking, I don't even know who he is, but he's just it sounds so dumb. What the hell? So what's this? What's this uh next match? 
Oh, here we go. Right. Jesus. I like it how Vince is just a dick to WCW, period. Yep, Booker T. Four-time WCW champion. Who's in the ring right now? Oh, they went back together? Because I remember that there was a time where three count, he wasn't, the, the other guy wasn't there. Yeah, Evan Courageous. Yep, that's what they call themselves, the filthy animals, Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Yep, the, that's what they were called, the Dragons. I have to say, WCW's Cruiserweight division was always on top. No matter who was in it, these guys were always uh, always good. Evan Courageous coming in, doing another face buster. Oh, what a backdrop. That was neat. Hey, Ray, Ray. Boom. I don't like Rey Mysterio without a mask. Is that okay? Like, I... Rey without a mask is weird. It's so weird. And what's with the devil horns? I don't understand. Shannon Moore going to the top. Nice corkscrew. Here comes Billy Kidman. Please tell me he's going to do a shooting. Yep, shooting star press. And he still screws that up. It's so weird because the shooting star press was always associated with Kidman. Now it's associated with Evan Bourne. And, uh... Boom! Tiger going up. I don't. I don't know what the kid guys' names are for the young dragons, but that is a nice corkscrew backflip. 
That was neat. Oh, there you go. Here comes Shannon Moore. The Famouser. Nice. Nice little kick there. And it's actually pretty cool that they did a number one contenders match. So that in the same night. Oh, that was so weird. That in the same night that they had to fight the Cruiserweight Tag Champions. And I'm surprised WWE hasn't brought that back for like the the tag the cruiserweight cha- tag championships because there's a lot of cruiserweights on 205 Live that you can uh, really definitely. Uh... Here we go and 450. The 450 has always been a pretty move. I like Ali's though. Ali's is the 050 or 054, which is the reverse 450. And that is so dangerous to do, especially if you fuck up and you could hurt your neck. Here comes Bronco Buster time. Ooh, kick right in thy crotch. Boom. Nice shot in the jaw there by Shannon Moore. Rey Mysterio doing the fake 619. Shannon to the apron. Shannon to the punch. Through the middle. Oh, nope. Ray counters. Gets him. Here comes Ray. Springboard. Almost screws that up and saves it and gets the leg drop. Drop the dime. Jeez. That was a short match. That was a... That was a super short match. So tonight, that that made that's gonna be Ric Flair versus Sting. This is gonna be awesome. Back to that of champions. What other titles are on the line? The oh, cruiserweight tag, cruiserweights, and the hardcore championship. Uh, yucky. That's yucky. Uh, I can't get over Vince McMahon being so gross. I just can't help it. It's just Vince McMahon just being so gross to Trish Stratus. She's so... Not like that. Good lord. Here comes Chavo Guerrero. Oh yeah, definitely. A celebration. That's that's what we want to see. 
And, uh, Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that whole thing is just, I don't like it. Oh, here comes Sugar Shane Helms with the Nitro Girls. This is the last appearance from the Nitro Girls. I'm going to take it. And then this was his... This was his transition to WWE into the hurricane, which is weird. He looks good, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, and then him and Shane Helms apparently were trading it back and forth. That's how it was going. And then Shane. Geez, Shane going. Might be going a little bit too fast here. Neckbreaker. Jesus. Oof. Yep. Third generation Guerrero wrestling for WCW. Him and Eddie. Eddie's already in WWE at this point. Or no. He's fired at this point. No, he's in. He's in because he wrestles at 17. And then he gets fired sometime around 2001 but then comes back in 2002. And then here we go. Here we go. And Chavo with the face drop. Shane on the top rope. Interesting sunset flip. That was a high, high flip. Holy crap. That was a good height from Shane Helms. Why did they not give Shane Helms more of an opportunity to like give him his high flying skills in the cruiserweight division? They made him a heel pretty much, and it was... Granted, the Shane Helms, the Gregory Helms, uh, character in, on SmackDown in WWE was awesome. But it is just like, what the heck? So now Chavo got Gregory Helms on the apron, gonna try to go for a suplex into the ring. Punch in the face. Caught him, punch back in the face. Greg Helms with a corner. I, You know, it's really rare that you see people like take him to the inside corner. And then that was a huge crossbody. Holy cow. Here we go. Boom. Nice, nice move there by Chavo. Yep. Uh, 
And boom, getting Chavo. Nope. Flipped over. And, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful Northern Lights suplex by Chavo. Somebody threw garbage into the ring, jackass. Ooh, nice chop. Turn around. Go through. Sunset flip. Nope. Gregory Helms with the counter with the pickup in the legs. Nope. Didn't get him. Here we go. Flipped him over. And backdrop. Good job on the backbreaker there. Oof. Going for a super kick. What'd they call that? The sugar smack? Oh, flipped him back up. Here we go. Reversal. Sugar smack? That's, a, I guess, the other name for a super kick. He's going to go for the vertebraker right now? I can't believe that was his move. That was so cool that it was his move. And, nope, backflip. That was pretty cool. And, nope. Got him hooked. Two, three. So Shane goes to WWE with the Cruiserweight Championship. Pretty much everybody goes to the to the to the company with their championship except for the uh Yeah. Oh that's right. The world tag team titles. I forgot that those were a thing too. <laughs> That's okay. This whole this whole night's been weird. Night of Champions. So, and this is when Team Canada first originally started in WCW, and then it went to TNA with a completely different group of people. Get it? Because his name's Booker T. Hmm. That's going to be an interesting, uh, so Mike Awesome and Lance Storm, Team Canada. See, Mike Awesome didn't have that much of a run with WWF, though. And you would have thought he would have had a great one with WWF. The Canadian killer, Mike Awesome. That is an interesting name. Ooh. 
I don't understand. Lance Storm is just such a charisma vacuum. Oh boy. They do this stuff too? Okay, so with that, we're going to take our our one and only sponsor break, and I will pause it at 38.54 on the WWE Network, and then when we come back, we'll click play, and everything will be going back to normal. So without further Today's podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. Who doesn't want to who doesn't want to do stuff for free? The creation tools uh, that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. How simple is that? Can't do anything better than that. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have zero listeners and still be able to try to make money. That is so cool. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the podcast. Here is a word from our sponsor. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, with that, it's going to be 3854 on the WWE Network. We are going to go into the World Tag Team title match between Team Canada, the Canadian Killer Mike Awesome, and Lance Storm versus Chuck Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, the World Tag Team Champions. I don't even know what they call themselves. Oh boy, what now? Huh. Oh, Michael Cole, he'll be here for 30 years. It's it's fine. We'll be fine. He's been here for 20 plus years. Think about that, people. It's it is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Giovanni is just so like it is like it is amazing. So, wait, how many people are coming out with the... Okay, it's just a camera guy. And what are they called? The Natural Born Thrillers? Or are they just called Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare? I'm surprised Sean O'Hare did not get a bigger push. Here we go. Tag titles on the line. 
Good. Good chain wrestling so far. I didn't expect that from Chuck Palumbo, but that's okay. Or no, that's Sean O'Hare. I'm sorry. Then push him in the corner. Then Palumbo getting some good shots in. Seems like Palumbo's more of the... That was such a miscue right there. And then boom! Boom the mic awesome. Oh, what a super kick from Landstorm. And then after this, it's the Cruiserweight Tag Championships. And that's a pretty neat move by Mike Awesome. Yeah, nobody knows. And the fact that they didn't get Tony Schiavone in when the invasion started with the whole, you know. Mike Awesome is a very athletic man. I'm very shocked. Got the tag in the landstorm. Good stomp. Mmm, nice shot by Storm. Getting some chops in. Got the shot in. Oof! And slingshot to Storm. Sunset flip. Drop kick. Good sequence from the guys there. That was good. That was really good. And boom, tag. Here we go. Oh, shot right to the face. Sean O'Hare, Landstorm, Mike Awesome, Chuck Palumbo. These four are pretty good. Oof. Now, I'm trying to figure out who was talent relations at this time. I, I want to say it had to be, uh, oh, what's his face? Talent relations from, uh, I don't know. But, ooh, super kick again from Sean, or not Sean, to Sh Chuck Palumbo by Lance Storm. Um, yeah, still trying to figure out who would be talent relations at this point. Lance Storm gets tripped. Mike Awesome ducked. Mike going for the Awesome Bomb. Nope. And another super kick. That, that is such an... I don't understand. Again, short match. I don't understand what's with all the short matches. Well, I guess to cut time so that they could do the simulcast correctly, I guess. Sting and Flair still going to be tonight. That's probably going to get most of the time. Then the simulcast.
A what? I, I'm trying to process that through my head. A tattoo match is what's going to happen. Good lord. When this was all TNA. Sean and Stacy show. The Mecca of Manhood. Why has nobody taken that nickname in WWE? That would that that's a that's a career killer nickname right there. Jesus. What the hell? The Mecca of Manhood. Now I can't get over that. What the hell? First it was a tattoo match itself. Now it's the Mecca of Manhood. I hope Bam Bam Bigelow kicks this guy's ass. I can't believe this guy's a chiropractor now. It's amazing how, how things, what things happen when everything's said and done. Bam Bam looks like he lost weight since, like, ECW. What the hell? Okay. Spins him around. Oh, and what a clothesline. Boom, punch in the face. Boom. Clothesline. Now, realistically, Stasiak should beat Bigelow's ass. Realistically. But, since this is pro wrestling, Bigelow will probably pull out some stinking amazing athletic maneuver and beat Stasiak, which would be awesome. And then get a tattoo. I don't know where, but he's going to get a tattoo. Where is... What is Stacy doing? Good lord, he's got Stasiak pinned, beat, and everything else. Misses. Stacy had the, had Stasiak's. Hangman's noose. That was the shortest match of the entire night. What the hell? What?
I wouldn't say it was awful. It was just, and it's just like, why Regal? So it's just, I don't get it. Yeah. Is he is he going to mat? Is he gonna have a match or is he gonna promo? Yeah, because you started the train at thirty eight years old. And then become world champion at forty two? It's just, what, uh. Oh, he was still married at the time? Huh. Interesting. This was, this, this was a very interesting time in professional wrestling period. So now what? Yeah. And they're going all the way back with the NWA title. You know, Roddy Piper never won a world title period from any organization. I am so upset by that. I don't understand why Piper never got a ran with the world title in any promotion. So now they're going back through every champion that's ever held the belt. Ooh, Bret Hart. That's an interesting take on that. Sid Vicious, Diamond Dallas Page, Barry Windham, Booker T, Scott Steiner, the Nature Boy himself. Primetime and Kid Romeo versus Ric Flair and Billy Kidman. So that's going to be for the Cruiserweight Tag Title match. What's with all the smoke? Jesus. You guys are going to choke people out there. Huh. Yeah, earlier tonight. Yep. So here we go. Yeah, the simulcast will be coming up soon. How much time is left on this whole show? About a good 30 minutes. That's interesting. 
Kid Romeo. Never, I've never really seen Kid Romeo work in action before. And here comes Nitro. Or here comes... <laughs> my bad, we're already watching Nitro. Here comes the Filthy Animals. <laughs> Tony Schiavone just put some shade, hard shade on William Regal. What the hell? That's a little harsh there. Come on. What a drop kick by Rey Mysterio. Good combo. Here comes Kid Romeo in. Bischoff Subway is hiring. Oh, beautiful sign. And boom. Take the kid, Romeo. Like I said, cruiserweight action was always the best from WCW. Even when it's in its late time. And whipped into the corner. Here comes Kid Romeo. Took a boot to the face. And Billy Kidman coming in. And Kid Romeo got the boot to the gut. Oh, what a flip. Holy cow. Yep. The fact that these two were the first ever tag team, cruiserweight tag team champions. Again, so surprised that 205 Live does not take advantage of that that history, that lineage. You know, let them have that. I don't know, 205 Live to me is just so interesting. I would really think that they would do a whole lot more. Good lord. Ray's pants are on fire today. I love it. Those pants look awesome. Here comes Ray Ray. Elex jumps in. Ray Ray, Jesus, what a springboard off that. And that's because they use cable instead of ropes. And DDT by Ray Mysterio. And why, that's what I never understood. Why pin somebody when your their partner is literally still in the ring? Throw them out of the ring first and then pin them to get the count. You know, let them, let them be strong. That just makes you look dumb. And then Ray got him, got him, got him and flipped him over the top rope. There goes, there goes Ray Ray. Kidman's in now. Boom! Nice forearm shot. Oh, right in the crotch. Nice. And then here comes Kid Romeo. Pushes Ray over the top rope. And boom, face first. One, two, and what a kick out by Rey Mysterio. 
Well, by Kidman because of Rey Mysterio. And now Ray Ray. Boom. Bauer bombed him. Going for a springboard. Oh, just a headbutt. With the horns too. That's gotta hurt. Oh, and Eli or primetime Elix Skipper. Elix Skipper really had tied the shine in TNA. He had more time to shine in TNA than anywhere else, honestly. WCW did make a name for himself, but TNA put him on the map. Kid Romeo. Back and right into a corner. Billy Kidman. Oh, now Elix got the, got the upper hand. Overdrive. Missed it. Here we go. On prettier. And Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman take the Cruiserweight titles home with them. Literally. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Those were the original belts, too. They took those home with them. It is a historic night. <laughs> Sting's promos are always somewhat good. Who the hell are you? Who in the hell are you? I don't. Okay. These commercials at the spring break beach was like so weird. I don't, I don't like them. They obviously got paid to, to to say this. They're not going to not say it. Who are you? I don't know who you are. Here comes Vince coming up for the simulcast. So now it's going to be the main event. Ric Flair versus Sting. One last time in a WCW ring. This is going to be uh, a very interesting time. Because there's like 30 minutes left of the program. So that means this match is easily going to be 10-15 minutes. Easily. So this is going to be a good match. And it sucked that Rick is going to be wrestling in a t-shirt. He doesn't, he didn't wrestle all that often without something covering his body. 
because he didn't think he was, um, you know, he didn't think he was like fit enough or like looked good enough to fight in normal like attire, just like trunks and boots and knee pads. That's it. Yep. Yep. And what's really weird is that he doesn't go to WWE until after the invasion. Like, everybody after the invasion comes in. Ric Flair, NWO, Goldberg, Scott Steiner. And it's just, it's so weird. And this is next. And it's weird that they just, they came back from a commercial, and then they took another commercial like five minutes later. Or not even, like three minutes later. Here comes the big guy, Sting, the franchise of WCW. Man, I like how the, like that arena was just like so lit up and now the whole thing is just dark. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a very loyal soldier when it came to being part of WCW. Woo! Both of them do woos and it's weird cuz it's like Ric Flair came up with a woo but now Sting takes the woo and it's like okay. Yep. There it goes. Woo! Here we go. Match is underway. Doing a little testing out. Feeling out process. And Flair is selling. He pulled my hair back, Raph. Come on. (laughs) Mini Flair. Charles Robinson. Love him. Yep. Boom. Sting's like, come on, hit me. Hit me in the jaw. Hit me in the jaw. Do it. You can't do it. No balls. Good lord. Sting's already got... Oh, thumb to the eye. And here we go. Boom. Punch to the face. And a chop. And a chop. Here we go. Sting in the corner. Jeez. And Sting was in his, had to be in his 40s at this point, right? In his late thirties or forties, and Sting is Sting is a house of fire right now. Holy crap! Yeah, 
One last shot at the nature boy. This is going to be a good, this is already a good match, just short of, you know, because of the fact that it's Flair and Sting. Yep, here we go. Tie up again. And then reverse off the ropes. Sting gets a shoulder block. Flair, oh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Doesn't want to try that. And Flair's just like, I'm a strut, baby. I'm the peacock in WCW. I'm going to strut my shit. Boom, kick right in the stomach. Here we go. Off the ropes. Reversal. Off the ropes again. Flair gets picked up. Drop down. Oh my gosh. And flare, here we go. And boom. Nice. Oof. Holy cow. Flair with a good kick there. Mmm. Gonna serve up some chops tonight, boys. And now Flair with the knee. Good Lord. Oof. I never thought that I would see a Ric Flair sting match at like the last match as WCW Nitro. And then boom. How bad is that that he has the career of Ric Flair in the palm of his hands and that he still uses Ric Flair until 2008? Yeah, how weird is that? He had he, he had seven years. He gave Vince McMahon seven more years. Think about that. Jesus. And then when he went to TNA, he gave like three more matches. And it was so weird, too, because it's like, Flair should have just stayed away. As soon as he retired, he should have stayed away. And here we go. Figure four. I never understood that. Why would you lay down knowing that the rules of the match could be that you can get pinned with shoulders down on the ground? Never makes any sense. One, two, and kicks out again. 
I don't understand why. That's only I've only seen that happen like one time where it actually works to where like somebody like his shoulders down are on the ground. And it was one night only, um, Shawn Michaels versus British Bulldog for the European Championship and Bulldog's shoulders were on the mat for the three count. I'm just like, okay. Here we go. Turnabout is fair play. Had to let go. Sting has a lot of damage done to that left leg now. And now he's just like, really? You're going to chop me again? Do it again. Again. And there's a punch. Such a good match right now. And boom. Ugh. That was ugly. And superplex by Sting. Sting's got the Scorpion Deathlock. Yep, there you go. Made made Ric Flair give up. So the final match at WCW Nitro was Sting versus Ric Flair. And that looked like it was a short match. Looked like it was only 10 minutes long. I still feel like that's a short match. Yeah. And the fact that they went with real names. It's interesting. What in the heck? Have this be the final match. It's so weird. So now we just went like straight into the next... Which is so weird. The czar. Paul Heyman calling Vince McMahon the czar of WWF. Or the World Wrestling Entertainment. Yep. And here's here's where Vince is going to publicly address this. Cheap pop. I try to make it so that you guys can like still hear the promo, and then if I give want to give my thoughts on something, I'll still do it. But I feel like that this is going to be one of those times where I'm just going to be quiet a little bit more than usual. Vince McMahon, which is making sense.
again, you still didn't do the right thing with the invasion, but okay. That's true. But that's the thing. You're only buying... Which would have been huge if they actually went through with it. That would have been awesome. Again, would have been awesome. Would have been so cool, but they didn't do it. Quite easy. The AOL Time Warner merger screwed a lot of people. Oh, that's a lie. Such a lie. Yeah, that's true. WWF, XFL, WCW, ECW. Who's next? Yeah, why hasn't Ted Turner become part of the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that was one of the better matches of 17, too. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes sense. Good for Stephanie. I like how he calls it her his companion. Your affair partner. Don't feel bad, Shane. My dad regretted my birth, too. 
<laughs> Some of the science that people bring in this stuff is amazing. That's what we do now with the network. Really? They blocked that out? Interesting. Yeah, he, he, this was definitely a Vince, Vince call. I think this was a live poll because I don't think. Which it did. Jesus. Nobody wanted Luger back. Wow, he actually had a fan support. Booker T had a better fan base than Bagwell did. Wow, Steiner got a huge ovation. Mm hmm. Sting got a huge pop. Holy crap. They really wanted Goldberg. That's surprising. Especially in 2001. Well, still hot and relevant, I take it. Yes, you are. You're doing a damn good job, Vince.
Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been okay. I want to say beer hall. They're on a beach. They're on a beach, Vince. He has a problem with southern people. And it's very interesting. Yeah. Jeez. I think this promo is what killed WCW. Like, any chance of it surviving in WWE. Like, I think this promo is what really took it in. (coughs) And just, uh, buried whatever chance they had left of the promotion. Because they didn't do this with ECW, and people were still clamoring for ECW. So the fact that they didn't do this with ECW, and then they brought it back in 2006, really shows a lot, honestly. See, again, like I'm saying, like he is like just destroying... Destroying WCW. And? Jesus. Vince is just going off on this crowd in Ohio. And now what? Oh, here comes Shane. So now what? Shane's in Panama. Oh boy. Here we go. What is going on? He is in Panama City. What is going on? Granted, I already know the outcome of this, but still. Surprise. 
Vince is just like, what is going on in a WCW ring? Which is great. Again, I still think that should have been the plan. That that would have been a great plan to have Ted Turner come down and sign the contract. Yep. Jesus. That crowd reaction, though, is nuts. CW. This, yeah, they were trying to make WCW the next, another brand, which would have been cool. Yep. And I love it how that, it, it ends on WCW's like little tag on there. And Vince can't believe anything. It is, this is just nuts. And this, this was the kickoff of the invasion storyline, pretty much. And then it cooled off for like three months. And then they're like, oh, we still have to do this. Boom! And now it is... Really? This... What? Wait a minute. What happened there? Good night and goodbye. What the hell? Okay. Cool. So that ended. What the hell happened? What the actual hell? That was, that was such a weird ending because I didn't think that, uh, it, it's just weird that you, you know, it, it happened like that. And that they, that they just had that good, good night and goodbye and that there was still more raw to watch. What happened? Was it like an 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock slot for Nitro and then it went from 9 to 11 on Raw? Because cool, that's that's all cool. But what the hell happened there? 
Okay. Well, with that, that is the first watch along, and it, I thought it went pretty good. So I don't know what the next one's going to be yet. I can't. I can't promote it because this was like a on the spot type of thing that I want to start doing. So these will be coming out every Tuesday around noon, and uh, it will be. It'll be like this. It'll be like, right now we're just going to be doing episodes. I'm not going to be doing pay-per-views just yet because those are going to be long. Those are going to be long ones. I might do some old pay-per-views because they're short, but right now the the goal is just doing episodes of Nitro, ECW, and Raw, and SmackDown, old ones, and uh, maybe some Thunders mixed in there and some Saturday nights from WCW too. But uh, yeah, so it's just going to be... This is this is what's gonna be. Just so you guys are gonna listen, or if you guys want, I can might I might do some Twitch streaming for this. But yeah, so listen to Spotify, Pocket Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, all anywhere you guys find your podcasting. Uh, please like, 